Mic check. Are we on? Okay. Good morning, viewers. Uh, good morning, listeners. Today's news brought to you by Purvakyan Daily, sponsored by the Yuki Enterprise, presents the latest trends that are defining the future of our society, the future of television shows. Yes, Arya, TV is certainly an integral part of the lifestyle of our generation. It has practically evolved through generations. Let's move on to the next segment and discuss a little more about these trends. अरे वा वा काय बोललोय आपण युकीला पण आवडलं होय ना युकी इट फेल्ट गुड टू हॅव द पॉवर दॅट न्यूज रिपोर्टर प्रोसेसिस डोंट फरगेट वेअर पॉडकास्ट होस्ट वी स्ट्रेट ट्रू टू आर लिस्नर्स ओ माय कॉन्फ्लिक्ट शॉर इज कंटेजियस इफ यू गायज रिमेंबर वी वर डिस्कसिंग द रायवलरी बिटवीन टी व्ही शोज इन मूवीज and it's spreading to podcast and tvs as well it seems so let's move on to the topic of today's podcast before things get feisty ooh 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 <laughs> let's start off first with the invention of television itself tv was theorized long before the technology to make it was even developed they were so you know atur to so make tvs yeah <laughs> So early pioneers speculated that if audio waves could be separated from electromagnetic spectrum to create radio so too could TV waves be separated to transmit visual images now for the people who think this is too heavy <laughs> like me um it was actually theorized that if the uh, radios can be transmitted like the sound waves can be transmitted in the similar way maybe visual imagery can also be transmitted that was the theory As early as 1876, Boston civil servant George Carey envisioned complete television systems, putting forward drawings for a machine that would enable people to see by electricity a year later. This is something that is written by the Federal Communications Commission in 2005. So from the data we got uh, from Federal Communications Commission in 2005, they've stated that as early as 1876, Boston civil servant George Carey envisioned complete television systems putting forward drawings for a machine that would enable people to see by electricity literally see through electricity so now that uh, the tv has been envisioned what happened next well the tv was invented and then television broadcasting began in 1928 when the federal radio commission authorized inventor charles jenkins to broadcast from w3xk an experimental station in the maryland suburbs of washington dc silhouette images from motion picture films were broadcast to the general public on a regular basis in 1939 nbc which is the national broadcasting company became the first network to introduce regular television broadcasts The station's initial broadcasts were transmitted to just 400 television sets in the New York area with an audience of only 5000 to 8000 people. Being such a new technology, television was 
expensive like very very pricey that's why maybe the small amount of audience that was mentioned tv sets ranged from 200 to 600 which was pretty pretty hefty sum in the 1930s if you see the value then when uh, the average annual salary of people uh, during that time was around 1300 or something thus only a few upper class people in the creme layer of society were able to afford these tv systems television sales thus prior to world war 2 were quite disappointing you know an uncertain economic climate the threat of war the high cost of a television receiver itself and the limited number of programs on offer deterred numerous prospective buyers it's the time of the war why would anyone want entertainment many unsold television sets were thus put into storage and sold after the war With the outbreak of World War II, many companies turned their attention to military production. This was seen, I think, in every kind of industry. And so why will it stop from being seen in the TV industry? Instead of commercial TV, television sets, they began to churn out military electronic equipment. In addition to this, the war halted nearly all broadcasting. Although the films, the war fil- films that were made at that time, they gained quite a lot of traction. While many TV stations reduced their schedules to around 4 hours per week, some of them even went off the air altogether. But as soon as war rolled out, the golden age of entertainment rolled in. Around the 1950s marking a golden age for TV as well as movies as we have seen in the previous episode. During this, the medium of TV experienced massive growth in popularity. mass production carried out during the war helped prepare the manufacturing of cheaper tv systems after the war making television accessible to the masses instead of those 400 t- television sets we get billions in 1945 there were fewer than 10000 tv sets in the us by 1950 this figure had soared to around 6 million and by 1916 more than 60 million television sets had been sold according to World Book Encyclopedia 2003. Now at the beginning these TV systems followed the general format of radio shows. They because I mean radio shows ultimately came before the TVs were even invented. They even used the same equipment and data that the radio channels would use. This was just like the start of TV era and most of the people were still very unexperienced as to the potential that TV actually possessed. As a decade passed since the invention of TV, engineers started experimenting with better technologies to reach their audiences everywhere. They were in competition with the radio, of course. Thus, the invention of cable networks These appeared during the 1960s and were majorly used to help transmit the signals to mountainous or isolated areas. But the clearer reception and the variety of channels that these networks provided attracted urban viewers as well. By 1962, nearly 800 cable systems were operational, serving 850,000 subscribers. The amount of subscribers we need for Purvakyan podcast, so go subscribe and like this episode right now. We'll give you a pause. Five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Subscribe! <laughs>
And so the world moved on. The world knew of TV and this is the time news channels arose. International channels started entering the television setup. The phenomenal genres we still enjoy today like sci-fi, animations, crime and the ever-present drama which you know sometimes we don't even need TV for. Those uh, phenomenal genres were reversed with ingenious directors and producers that scouted talented actors to take on famous roles. Grabbing this wave of revolution, companies wanted to develop a richer form of TV to provide a better platform for their now international customer base. So companies set out to enhance the technologies, especially the country of Japan. They soon derived this better form of TV, digital television. Now, digital television uses signals that translate TV images and sounds into binary code, the code that is used by computers. This proved as a more efficient form of TV and provided a far higher quality of picture. So now we got manual TV, mass-produced TV, even digital TV that seemed to be smoothly conquering the world. But there was a new variable in the 1990s that changed the picture. The internet. The internet has started to play an increasingly larger role in how people view TV programs. Well, now that we covered the evolution of TV, the trends that scientists work on, those are done. Let's now see how much we, the audience, the audience of the TV shows, have evolved our tastes for TV genres throughout the years. Presenting trends in TV show genres. Commencing in one, two, two three. The sci-fi genre we love today commenced in the 1960s, during times when the world was out racing for discoveries in the field of science and space. This was marked by the airing of the ever-popular Star Wars on TVs by 1966. Racing on to the 1990s, people were in high spirits and thus the high-spirited comedy shows took the spotlight with the debut of SNL, Saturday Night Live, the timeless Friends and many other TV shows. Comedy, along with crime and action, but majorly comedy, nearly took over the charts in the early 2000s. Gilmore Girls, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Scrubs, The Office won over the hearts of comedy lovers everywhere. Still to this day, they are. And so, we come to the crime-related genre that was always on a steady rise in trend. However, its fame came towards 1970s and onwards to the 2010s, with trending shows following detectives or criminals as a main focus in their plot lines. Next comes the adventure. This genre emerged pretty steadily with famous films throughout the years. It has recently seen a spike in popularity through the rise in superhero trope films and shows by Marvel and DC. Now going from fantasy to reality, reality TV didn't truly become a thing until the 2000s and even then it didn't become immensely popular for a lot of years to come. The first reality TV show didn't snag a spot in the top 20 most popular TV shows until 2008 when Miller Million Dollar List was a total hit. 
In the years to follow, The Real Housewives of New York City, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and many other TV shows would be the only reality TV shows to snag these spots. Though I have to say the reason why reality TV shows really did not become that popular until the 2000s was because to be honest the world wasn't as digitalized as it is now and once it did become digitalized with Facebook and what not coming forth people wanted to know each other's lives through the internet through media and so what better way to know a celebrity's life other than the reality tv shows very very rightly said thou coming back to fiction the walking dead a zombie apocalypse series whose secondary genre is horror was the most popular tv show that was in uh, that was released in 2010 which is 2 years before the ancient mayan prophecy predicted the world would end so many movies were created so many tv shows were created on this particular plot line that 2012 will be the end of the world do 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 did we use this before there are many genres that saw a general rise in popularity during or after the 2000s with the wide expanse of the audience and the increase in societal status of the population the films were targeted to these include dramatic romance both involved with the untapped diaspora of teens as well as the ever present animated tv shows so The 2010s proved that TV no longer plays a secondary role to cinema the way it did back in the 20th century. Now let's get into the details. Shows like Game of Thrones, Fargo and True Detective attracted the attention of a film-loving audience, which had resolutely steered clear of TV until then. The lines between cinema and TV got fuzzier. Many films got rebooted into successful TV adaptations like Fargo, Gomorra, Westworld and The Girlfriend Experience. And the most impact has been made by Disney with its integration of new series on its platform Disney Plus that are integral of any MCU fans watch list. Let's move on to another interesting aspect when it comes to TV shows. There is something that happened in the uh, time of 2010s with a certain company that came up with an ingenious idea to use this new technology called the internet. Everybody has heard of the beloved Netflix. Dudung Netflix shook up the TV industry when it set a new benchmark that others couldn't help to follow. It produced its first series House of Cards and revolutionized the way that viewers consume TV. They allowed for the term binge watching to actually come into existence. The whole season viewers were actually able to watch the entire season of that series without a single ad having to interfere. Netflix soon became a cultural phenomenon. But we have to question, is there room for just one phenomenon in this market? 
The competitors of Netflix, like Amazon Prime Video and Hulu, would like to differ. They are trying to match the Netflix model. Now, Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus also hope to carve themselves a substantial part of the streaming business. The battle for streaming supremacy is here, but we all know who the top dog is for now. Oh, 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 Yuki, don't worry, it's a phrase, not literally. Lastly coming to ever-loved and hated series, Game of Thrones. This was a series a whole generation watched together. No other TV show provoked more discussion and theories. Its twists and turns giving the viewers the exact opposite of what they had expected. It even made non-fantasy viewers enjoy it. It was undoubtedly blockbuster TV and paved the way for ambitious shows like the Netflix's The Crown and Amazon's upcoming The Lord of the Rings. This style of delivering the unexpected soon became quintessential for the viewers and practically removed the boredom tendency of plotlines that dragged on in these kind of long episodic shows. These kind of shows were able to cash grab on the concept of cliffhangers. Quite well, actually. That's why we see so many new shows always incorporating a cliffhanger to leave the audience wanting more. The latest trend that emerged due to the recent pandemic, however, is of eye-pleasing aesthetic shows that range over all the diverse themes we discussed, but more so, an increase in the feel-good plotlines is seen. This is because you could see it is as a clear evidence of how much the environment around us has driven the trends in the TV shows throughout history. The pandemic a sense of safety, a sense of pleasantness, a sense of happiness, comfort, and thus we seek that in shows. The reality that we had a few years ago started to become a fantasy, and that's why we saw it on TV. But and it's not only a one-way route if you see it uh, when it comes to this it's actually as much as the environment dictates how much uh, you know the tvs change and the trends in tvs change um once these plots are copied and copied as they rise in fame and they become more popular they start to instill a lot of change in the society through the depictions of the real world we start to adapt the concepts the ideologies the way the characters behave in our daily life so we have to keep in mind that we as the customers must influence the tv trends the tv trends in the market not the other way around so this kind of copycat effect uh, has led to many instances where you would see that these tv shows were trying to do something good they were trying to portray the reality by you know showing some illicit stuff that's going on that shouldn't be they were highlighting the parts so that we get our attention to it and do something better out of it but instead of doing that it made the opposite effect it got so popularized that now uh exactly what they didn't want to happen happened so that's why it is important that we influence the trends rather than the tv shows or movies influencing us
Well, that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys were entertained with this trip to the past. And I think that we are all going to go back and revisit the timeless shows we talked about today. Meet you guys next month with the topic chosen by Mishti. Sweet goodbyes, everyone. Like, share and subscribe. Don't forget to do that. Bye-bye. Bye.